This episode of Go is brought to you by Volvo Cars. Distractions happen. That's why the fully electric Volvo EX90 comes with a two-camera driver understanding system designed to prevent distractions and help you stay focused. With seven comfortable seats, a powerful electric range of up to 300 miles and cutting-edge vision tech that can help prevent accidents, experience a new era of safety at Volvo Cars. Pre-order your Volvo EX90 today. Visit volvocars.com slash US to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Red Bear. Hey, pizza lovers, have you heard? You don't have to order in to get fantastic pizza anymore. Now, make it yourself with Red Baron's new fully loaded hand-tossed style pizza with a half pound of premium toppings and a soft, chewy, restaurant-style crust, you'll be blown away. Pick from three flavors in the frozen food aisle, ultimate pepperoni, barbecue recipe chicken, and meat lovers. Indulge yourself. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. There has been chaos in the GMFST studio. Welcome, elegant listeners, to this episode of Go My Favorite Sports Team. If you couldn't tell, a lot has been going on behind the scenes. In fact, if you look at my co-host, he's looking a little bit different today. Hello, everybody. My name is Markiplier, and welcome. Yeah. His classic intro that he just said is literally all he can say over and over and over again. Hello, everybody. My name is Markiplier, and welcome. Anyway, unfortunately, we are not able to give you a uniquely new episode of Go My Favorite Sports Team this week. But what I am able to do is welcome all of the new NFL football fans, thanks to Taylor Swift's dating life. So welcome, Swifties, to NFL football. And today, we're going to repost our NFL football primer so that they can learn the sport and be able to watch alongside Taylor Swift and understand what is going on. But before we jump into the redux of the primer, I thought I'd take an opportunity to give a quick overview of NFL football. Those of you that don't know, NFL football is the professional ranking of football in the United States. Football's foundations come from rugby, which is more well-known worldwide. American football and NFL football tends to be the most prominent sport and most viewed sport in the United States, which is fascinating while the rest of the world watches soccer, which is uniquely called football pretty much everywhere else except for in the U.S. and Australia. So what is NFL football? Well, it's a game where two teams face off against each other to try and score more points. Easy, right? Well, each team fields 11 players on each side of the ball at all times during the game. The game starts with a kickoff where a kicker kicks the ball down to the other team and the other team tries to go as far as they can to try and score into what is called the end zone or get close enough to be able to kick a field goal. A touchdown is six points. After you score a touchdown, you have an opportunity to go for one extra point, which is kicking the ball through the uprights, or to go for two, which is to score it back into the end zone, you would get two points, which is why oftentimes you see a touchdown becoming seven points is because they elect for the extra point. If it becomes eight points, they want for two. If you kick a field goal, which means you did not make it into the end zone, but get close enough that you want to attempt to kick the ball between the uprights, that is worth three points. Regardless of how far away you are from the goalposts, it is always three points. Now, while the offense is on the field and the defense is on the field, the offense gets four attempts to move the ball 10 yards from their original spotting on first down, which is why you all... almost always hear the down and distance, first and 10. Now, there are unique situations that can change this, where the penalties come involved, but we're not going to get into that. Basically, the offense has four attempts to move the ball 10 yards or more to get a new set of downs. That is done by either running the ball or passing the ball. And a down is determined by a couple of different things. A person being tackled while carrying the ball, or the ball falling incomplete, or a person running out of bounds, which is outside the boundaries of the area. If the ball carrier gets tackled and they gain two yards, then it becomes the second down, which means the first down, the person has been downed to the ground and they now have their on their second attempt to move 10 yards. Now, if they gain two yards, it becomes second and eight because they've already gained two yards. So there's eight yards left for them to get a new set of downs. And that's how down and distance works. Incomplete passes, the ball just goes back to the original spot. If they get past 10 yards, say they gain 15 yards, that 
is a first down and it's a new set of downs, which would then become first and 10. So they have to acquire 10 more yards to get a new set of downs. And that's how the down and distance works. Basically, it's the number of attempts to get 10 yards. If they don't get 10 yards after their third down attempt, they have the opportunity to punt in order to flip field position to the other team, which is anytime the ball is kicked, it is officially determined as a turnover play, which makes your offense turn to defense and the defense become the offense. Anyway, that's all I'm going to explain for now. If you want to learn more, continue listening. Welcome Swifties to NFL football. Enjoy the NFL football primer. Hello, gentle listeners, and welcome to Go! My favorite sports team. Tyler Scheid here, your resident sport enthusiast with a master's degree in sport administration. I've been a sports participant, a sports fan, and studied sport my entire life. However, I'm here with my good friend, Mark, who is less experienced in sport, and his knowledge base is quite the opposite of mine. I don't know sports very much. I've played some. Yes. I've played some. I've enjoyed some. And I've watched some. I think all you've the, watched your fair share. All of the knowledge of sport has rolled off my brain. Just like it's so smooth in my <laughs> skull that it just like cascades like water down. And just, I don't know where it drips away to. Same place that names go. I don't know names very good. But I do get the same enjoyment out of sports sometimes that I think you do. Absolutely. A sense of elation, like a tingling down my spine. That on the edge of your seat waiting for the result or what's going to happen next. Yeah, a tensing in my sack. The adrenaline rush. Yeah, my butthole clenches up. It's beautiful. All right, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> go. Are you making diamonds as we go? Absolutely. So today we're actually going to get into the nitty gritty of football and what the rules of football and the foundations of football are so that you as listeners and Mark can learn about American football yeah. and why it is the way that it is. Yeah, so if you know sports, you may listen to this and you'd be like, I know just as much as these guys do. But if you don't know sports, this will be a helpful tool for you to get to the same basic level of understanding of sports so that we can talk about in the future. And I'm really specifically talking about myself here. I know downs. I know touchdowns. Yep. I know field goals. Yep. It's 100 yards. There's a 50-yard line. It's in the middle. And I know, shut up. Stop looking at me that way. I know there um uh coaches. There are two teams. There's 11 people on the field for each team. There you go. There, there go. you go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Are there only 11? Uh, I don't know how many are on the whole team as a whole. There's a quarterback. There's a tight end. Yes. There's catchers. No. <laughs> there's catchers. No, there, there are no catchers. <laughs> receivers. There you go. Okay, anyway, enough about this crap. This is probably about as much as most people know about football because it's very pervasive, specifically in America. Like football outside of America is known to us as soccer. Correct. Where you actually hit a ball with your foot. So when you look at football, the episode, we're not talking about that football. We're talking about American football. We'll probably title it American football. Football for Americano. Yes. Good Spanish, Mark. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Gracias. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry. I'll shut up now so that you, the masters of sport, our master of sport. Yes. Like a master of ceremonies can give us the primer on what football is. Certainly. So the basis understanding of American football, there are two teams fielding 11 players at each time, whether it's kickoff, whether it's offense, defense, whether it's special teams. what I said. I I'll, said that. I said two 11 no, teams. No. Two, two, 11. two 11. Two 11. Two 211 two teams. Yeah. Um, so we're going to focus primarily on the most digestible version of football, uh -huh. which is going to be at the professional level. So uh -huh. we're going to go with NFL rules here. Okay. So the basis is you have 11 players on either side. There are three phases of football. Uh -huh. You have your offense, you have your defense, and you have special teams. But there's two teams. There's two teams. Each have three phases. Three phases. It's So during competition, one team fields offense, one team fields defense. And then defense. there's a third team waiting behind the stands ready to ambush the other <laughs> no, team. No, no, no. The special ops. Like special ops? Special teams? Special teams do, you could equate that to special ops. They murder them. So 
the special teams is primarily the kicking game. So when you have your kicker right. or your punter on the field, that uh, is your special teams. Oh. So games always start with special teams. And these three aspects on each category, they're their own like team that works together when Wait, they're on the field. So it's not just the kicker comes out? There's Correct. a whole separate team it's not always, to surround the kicker? It's not always like there's players that'll play on special teams and offense or special teams and defense. Uh-huh. But usually their special teams players are usually like your second string linebackers or your your second string running back or defensive back or anything like that. They're usually not the starters for the position on the field. They are primarily special teams players. Sometimes they're even further back, like third string or fourth I apologize for asking questions because I'm opening up cans of worms that I'm not ready for. People at home aren't ready for and I don't want to know about it yet. So continue with what you were saying from the very beginning. Certainly. So the beginning of football games start off with special teams. You have your kickoff team Uh and your kick return team. Uh. And your kickoff team kicks the ball to the kick return team. Uh. They field the ball, run forward. If they can make a touchdown on that play, it's a touchdown. If they don't, they get tackled and we go to offense and defense. Use smaller words. Say again, but small word. I thought those were small smaller. Smaller. <laughs> okay. Kicking team kicks ball. Two syllable. No good. Kick team. Kick team. Kick, kick team. ball. Uh. Receive team, catch, catch ball, catch team, catch team, (laughs) catch ball, run ball, run ball, run team, run ball, run ball, (laughs) get tackle, offense comes on, get hit, get hit, fall, start of down and distance for offense. All right, okay. I'm not that dumb. That was just for everyone at home yeah. that needed that. So so that occurs both at the opening of the game in uh-huh. the first quarter okay. and at the opening after halftime in the third quarter. Uh-huh. A game of football is played in four quarters, uh-huh. and each quarter they switch ends of the field. Uh-huh. So say you're facing north, you would then be facing the south end zone and offensively trying to score in that opposite end zone. Sure. And the reason for that is weather and wind and all of those factors. And sun and whatnot. All of those things are factors within the game, so they and switch fans. ends to make it fair and even. Yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. and fans are a factor. Mm-hmm. Fans are a major, major factor. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So that's, that's how the game begins. Mm-hmm. Your offense comes out on the field. Your offense is made up of 11 players. There are numerous formations in different styles, but on the basis level, you have have five offensive linemen, five. a quarterback, quarterback. a running back, quarterback. a tight end. Tight end. <laughs> you, you love laughing? that word. Why are you, you laughing? The way you say tight end, you're like tight end. Listen, I just have a good voice. Tight end. How else do you? How do you say it? Tight end. Sounds like you're saying tight end. Tight end. Tight end. And then you'll have three receivers. Three receivers. That's eleven. You're good at math. Thank you. And there are two general play options that can be done in this style. They mm-hmm. can run the ball, which the quarterback will receive the ball from the center uh-huh. via a snap between the legs. Okay. Why between that starts the, legs? the play? There's technically other ways to snap the ball, but that is the traditional sense. It's the quickest method to pass the ball to the person behind you uh-huh. without causing an opening for the defense to get through to tackle the player. Uh-huh. So they're able to snap it between their legs without looking and be able to get Could up they and block. just turn and throw it behind them? There is a side snap that is allowed where you put it to the side around your hip. Huh. That is technically a legal rule and is utilized sometimes in youth football for trick plays. Uh-huh. Could you just keep snapping it forever? Could you make like a chain of 11 people and they all snap it between their legs all the way back to the quarterback? I mean, you could, but you probably would lose. Or it's a trick. They're or so confused. The defense would just tackle doing. everyone. No, it's 11 in a row. You're going to get through 11 people? No one's strong. You have enough. 11 people on defense. Yeah, but there's a, they're in a row. So they hide their numbers. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, so that, generally speaking, you will mm, see that yeah. kind of offense. Snap. They'll snap the ball to the quarterback, and the quarterback can do one of two things. Is he called the quarterback because there are four of them? N- no. Oh, why <laughs> is he called the quarterback? That's a good question that I don't have the answer for for you right now. Oh. It's just the name that we've always known them as. There's technically a halfback as well. What is that? What? That's that traditionally now, nowadays is called the running back. on top back. of each other in a trench coat with like a, a, a fedora on their head. No one will ever know. That's how they get 12 people on the field. You snap it up through the trench coat <laughs> and it throws from way up high. I love your creative ideas, but we're trying to explain this more and I feel like you're confusing no, me. No, no, no. What's stopping the football players from stacking on each other's shoulders to get rules. over defenders. Oh. 
Oh, someone tried that. So yes. they made a rule. There's for that. technically a rule in the NFL where you cannot utilize another player to launch yourself or to stand upon to say block a kick or to gain a competitive advantage. But it would be sick as hell though. It would be. But it also is dangerous and can result in major injuries. What about two people heave hoeing someone? That's over? again launching. <sighs> but that's using two people. Doesn't matter, it's still launching. <sighs> Okay. All right. What? Uh, mm, what they if, can't do it as the offense either. They can't hand the ball to the halfback and then throw him. What's the halfback? The halfback's the running back. There's also a fullback. So these are. <laughs> <laughs> Stop that! <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> okay. All right. Continue. It's like you morph two together to merge into the halfback, and then you morph two halfbacks to get a fullback, and that's like a shiny Pokemon card. You know, super rare, but very valuable. That's why they trade players, because it's like trading cards, right? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Continue, sorry, continue. So the quarterback is your generally the captain of the offense. They're the leader of the offense. When the play comes in, the play comes to their helmet. They have a green dot on the back of their helmet. If you ever watch the NFL, there's a green dot on the back of the helmet that denotes that they have a radio inside their helmet that the offensive coordinator is talking to them before the play is called. What? That's in the NFL. Yeah. What? Yes. There's a radio in that helmet that ties directly to their offensive coordinator, their play caller. Oh, cool. (laughs) What did they do before they had radio? Signals. Or they would um, run a receiver oh, on like, and off the field like in the, baseball, with the play. Like it rubs his nose and pokes his eyes out and then vomits <laughs> like sunflower seeds yes. all over yeah, third yeah. base. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 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 The, like, vomit, ah. it, the vomit is the key, ah. the key signal. So, I'm supposed to bunt. In college, uh, one of the most predominant ways, and this was this is a complete side tangent, but Oregon created a way where they held up signs with pictures on it. Ah. And that's how they would call their offensive They just plays. hold up pictures with memes on them and then the whole there team's were, laughing. Like, there <laughs> were a lot of memes and various references on there yeah sometimes they'd even have the opposing team's mascot uh-huh. right on there that's just hilarious. to like mess with them that's funny but the basis for play calling in the nfl is through radio uh-huh. they have the same thing your your linebacker generally has that same helmet on defense linebacker yes let's just continue okay, with the offense right, before we get into yeah, defense. Yeah, okay so right. you have five offensive linemen uh-huh. offensive linemen are the blockers right they will either run block or pass block, depending on what play is called. Uh-huh. A pass play is when you throw the ball forward towards a receiver or a tight end or a running back who is considered an eligible receiver. Eligible receivers, there can only be two eligible receivers on the line of scrimmage at the snap, and the rest of eligible receivers are in the backfield off the line of scrimmage. All of the offensive line are on the line of scrimmage at the snap of the ball. <sighs> Hold on. My brain is overclocking. The fan is kicking up here. All right. In the NFL, you cannot have more than seven people on the line of scrimmage at the snap of the ball. All right. So the line of scrimmage. I know what that is from context clues. What does scrimmage mean? It's the the line of contest. I know what the line is, but why scrimmage? The term scrimmage has to do with contest. It's it's the battle over that line. Scrimmage. A confused struggle or fight is the definition of scrimmage. And it, the reason it's considered that is because a lot of times you can't see what's going on when you're uh-huh. engaged at yeah, the line yeah, of scrimmage. Yeah. Offensive sure. linemen, defensive linemen, there's a lot of confusion that right. happens in there because right. it's hard for them to tell whether it's a pass player or a run play, uh-huh. depending on the blocking style and stuff like that. So there's a lot of confusion that can occur at the line of scrimmage because of the congestion, which is why it's probably called scrimmage. Uh, okay. Gotcha. So in the NFL, you can only have seven people aligned on the line of scrimmage at one time. Uh-huh. Your five offensive linemen have to be on the line of scrimmage. Okay. They're required. So eligible receivers, you can only have two on the line of scrimmage at the start of play. Can you only pass to those eligible receivers? Correct. You can only forward pass those eligible receivers. You cannot throw a pass to an offensive lineman who is designated as an offensive lineman Why? directly. They technically could field the ball if it was touched by somebody else first, but it's so that you can't just throw it willy-nilly to anybody else. Why wouldn't you be able to throw it willy-nilly to anybody else? I thought the the only objective was get ball to other side. That is the objective, but there are rules within how you are allowed to do that. That's what makes it a sport, Mark. If you could just make up stuff and do whatever you want, it wouldn't be a sport. It that wouldn't be a fair so contest. That sounds so fun. Just get it to the other side with whatever way possible. I love that. Unlimited football. <laughs> chaos ball. That, get ball other side fast. You could, make, you could make that a thing. I'll make chaos ball. I mean, in Ultimate Frisbee, there's no blockers and stuff like that. They just throw it forward. Everybody's a receiver. Fair enough. So every down, you have six eligible receivers, technically. A lot of people don't understand that. You said two. 
No, those are two that are on the line of scrimmage. The rest are in the backfield. They're still eligible receivers. The quarterback is How technically far off the line. Do they need to be enough to where it's visually shown, like one yard? It's usually about a yard. They eyeball it. Yeah, for the most part, they eyeball it. Ooh, you're too close there. So if you ever look in a football game, a receiver uh, will hold up his hand towards the official to acknowledge whether he's on the line of scrimmage or not, uh, to make sure that he is on. So the people that need to be on predicated on the formation they're running signals to the ref to make sure they're on the line of scrimmage. Uh-huh. The ones that are off sometimes will like signal that they're off by sticking their arm backwards as opposed to up. Uh, I thought they were just waving at people in the stands. No. Hi, Mom. That, that's actually a thing. I'm here. So at the snap of the ball, the quarterback generally fields it. Uh-huh. There are direct snap plays where it'll go straight to the running back. Okay. But he will get the ball and then it will be a pass play or a run play. Uh-huh. A run play is predicated by either pitching the ball backwards or a handoff. Uh-huh. And they then just take the ball from that point and run it forward. Right. That's a running play. Okay. A passing play, as long as you only get one forward pass and you have to be behind the line of scrimmage to make said forward pass. Uh-huh. But if you pass it backwards, you still have that one forward pass. Right. So on a passing play, the quarterback drops back. Receivers run routes. Running backs either block or go out and run routes and they throw them the ball. As the defense tries to prevent them from catching the ball, they could intercept the ball or the team catches the ball and you tackle him before they can get to the end It's zone. small word time again. Okay. Back up a few steps and small word me. Sure. Quarterback, get ball. Okay. Quarterback, throw ball. Throw ball. Ball, okay. catch. Ball, catch. Defense, tackle. Quarterback, get ball. Uh-huh. Quarterback, throw ball. Uh-huh. Defense, catch ball. Turnover. Turnover? Yes. Defense becomes offense. Offense becomes defense. Right. Okay. Okay. Quarterback, get ball. Uh-huh. Quarterback, throw ball. Ball, hit ground. Second down. Get okay. no yards. No yards. Okay. What about run? Quarterback, get ball. Mm. Quarterback, pitch ball. Throw? Backwards. Pitch is backwards. Back throw. Back throw. Mean pitch. Yes. Okay. Back throw. Running back, run forward. Gain yards. Lose yards. Second down. Quarterback, get ball. Uh-huh. Quarterback, handoff ball. Running back, run to end zone. Touchdown. That seems like the right strategy right there. <laughs> that seems like the one. Quarterback, get ball. Uh-huh. Quarterback, handball to running back. Uh-huh. Running back, fumble. Defense, get ball, turnover. Where's the hail? Where's Mary come into this? Hail Mary is a particular play. It's a passing play where you have very limited time and you need to score a touchdown. Uh, uh, and basically, you just get the ball and you throw it as deep as you possibly can. And Hail Mary, uh, praise God, hope that we come down with the ball. Now, is it legally required for the quarterback to scream out Hail Mary as no. loud as possible? No. I think it should be. No. Why not? <laughs> There's too many other things going on. Hail Mary! <laughs> I feel like that would make it more likely to be caught. So that's the baseline like plays that can happen, uh-huh, right? Okay, okay. And I don't know if Hail Mary being yelled, I don't think that would work. I think, oh, of course it would work. I don't think so. Of course it would work. Not everybody's Catholic, Mark. Well, it's not about Catholicism. There's nice Marys out there who's willing to <laughs> give you their blessing. I could call up a Mary right now and get a blessing, no problem. Do it. I'm I challenge gonna, you. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I, I challenge you right call, now to I get a blessing from a Mary. Mary. Who would bless me with good finance? In all fairness, I believe that because yeah. I, I have talked Mary's with Mary great. numerous Mary's times. Great. Mary's great. Mary's, Mary's great. absolutely great. Do you think she f- plays football? I think she knows football. Really? Yeah. What gives you that impression? Because generally in the United States, the majority of people have some understanding of American football. So I'm playing the odds. You have some fundamental understanding of American football. Oh, okay. So going into that, we know the two play right. types that can happen. Let on me offense. just give a recap of yes. everything that I've learned so far. Certainly. From the very beginning. Yes. There's a special team like special ops. They sneak up onto the field and they, they don't sneak. They sneak into the field <laughs> under the darkness of night. The people don't know because they're camouflaged on the field. They have lines painted on ghillie suits that look like the field. And then they emerge, right? And the people don't know when the game starts until they pop up out of the ground. And then they go and kick the ball. And then the other team who is hiding in a secret formation out on the receiving end, they pop up. And then they catch the ball and they run it as far as they can. And then they switch out. There's an offense team and a defense team. We don't know about the defense team yet. We're, we're focusing on the focusing offense. Focusing on the offense. I also want to predicate that Mark's whole thing about camouflage and them sneaking on the field is completely false and you need to disregard You don't that. know that. Watch a football game. It happens. You'll see it. It's totally true. You want to know why they're called special teams? Why? It's not just the kicking game. It's the primary team that does trick plays. <gasps> wow. There's a lot of deception that can come into special teams. 
special ops. Yes. Oh, yeah. So I wasn't too far off. Anyway, Correct. There's 11 players. There's five offensive linemen who are defensive in that moment. Correct. They, they're defending. The other people they are, are defending. offensively coming at them. But they're called offensive linemen because they are a part of the <laughs> offensive team. They are preventing the defense from getting into the backfield. Okay. All right. Okay. Which is behind the line. Of fair. Structure. Fair. Okay. All right. There's a quarterback, a running back, also known as a halfback, or a fullback? Correct. Why are they both? <laughs> so a fullback generally is a blocking back. They're usually bigger and beefier. A halfback is generally faster and the primary ball carrier. So they do merge into a larger entity. If this was Dragon Ball Z and they did the fusion <laughs> dance, sure, I'll agree with you. What if you had to do that? Like you you wanted to be in the NFL, but you you weren't good enough by yourself, but you had to merge with someone else, but you had like you would be double as powerful and you had like a guarantee, but you both would lose your sense of self and you would become a new entity. Would you die? I mean, would you would you even emerge from the other side or would a new entity take place with a new consciousness? Would you be erased from existence? This was permanent, by the way. You could do the fusion dance and merge with someone, but it wasn't temporary. You would lose your sense of self, but that new entity could be a great NFL player. That's an interesting nuanced idea that I never thought about with relation to Dragon Ball Z, because technically both of their personalities still yeah. exist and they argue about some stuff, but yeah. what would happen to your like personality then? Does it just disseminate and then some other embodiment happens, like a demon takes over or there are six receivers <laughs> two have to be on the line of scrimmage five of the offensive line have to be on the line of scrimmage always they snap the ball the quarterback can either run it throw it or run it himself correct pitch it back to the running back i mean it's usually the plays are either a passing play or a running play right and there are six eligible receivers uh-huh. technically wide receivers are their own category of position uh-huh. and sometimes people refer to them as receivers but there are six eligible receivers so you're on the right track okay cool because a quarterback is an eligible receiver uh-huh. a running back is an eligible receiver a tight end is an eligible receiver does, and your wide receiver does are rugby receivers. have some similar rules like this there's similarities uh-huh. this structure that exists in american football is distinctly different than rugby because uh-huh. rugby everybody can run the ball everybody can do all of that they have a kick but all of their passes are backwards right every pass in rugby has to be a backwards pass okay so what came first rugby or football rugby Rugby, how long ago before football? A while, because American football didn't come around until the United States existed. Is football an evolution of rugby then? Just in the way that baseball is an evolution of cricket? I would argue yes. Some people say it's like a combination of soccer and rugby. Uh I would argue that it is an evolution of rugby because in the traditional sense, American football didn't always have a forward pass. Oh, it didn't? No. It used to be all running. The forward pass didn't become event until later. So it was because some big dick swinging dude decided, I know how we're going to do a trick play. And he threw the ball and everyone's minds fucking exploded in the stands. He saw heads popping left and right because it was just like so freaking cool. He broke the rules because he had the balls to break them. And I say two dudes should grab someone and heave them right over. You got to innovate. You got to step on some toes. I mean, and that's that's true. Sport is always innovating, and that's why American football became American football and differentiated itself from rugby right, right. in that sense. Now, American football always used to have offensive linemen. There weren't necessarily wide receivers like we know today because they didn't have the forward pass. I'm so curious about the moment that the first pass happened. To our age group, that's ancient history. Yeah, I'd have yeah. to... Like years ago when I was still in school, I learned about when that happened Uh and how it came about. But obviously there was a rule set that was eventually adopted. I believe it actually originated in relation to the kicking game because there's a such thing as an onside kick where the kicking team can kick it a short amount. And if they recover it before the receiving team does, they get the ball. That seems so cheaty, though. It's not cheaty because the whole concept is to give them a sporting chance if they are down by a lot of points to Uh be able to then score a lot of points. Wait, so they just kick it real short and then grab it? Yeah, it has to go at least 10 yards. Um, Once it goes 10 yards, it's a live ball and anybody could get it. That's the technical ruling in the NFL, yeah. Why don't they do that all the time? Because the statistical probability of you actually recovering the ball is insanely small. Hmm. It's the minimal margin, especially with the change in the kickoff rules to today's game. Is there a way you can kick it with like a backwards curve and it like it goes up in the does it have to hit the ground 10 yards or can it like get up in the air like a boomerang? Now, this isn't kickoff. 
Technically, if you punt the ball uh-huh. and it never crosses the line of scrimmage and you catch that punt, you can run it as if it was a backwards lateral. So oh. a punter could kick the ball to himself and then take off running. Can a quarterback kick the ball to a receiver? Yes. What if you had someone? As long as the ball does not touch the ground on a forward trajectory pass, that is your single forward trajectory pass, you can advance that ball. This is how we're going to change now, the game of football forever. Now, hold on. No, you hold on. No, hold no, on. No, you hold on. Now, there no, is... Now, there's... L- let me explain something. Let me explain because something. Because I'm also technically wrong on the if the quarterback can do that. Because if the oh. quarterback kicks the ball, oh. it can be designated as a punt or a quick kick, which is set to turn the ball over. And I believe if the offense kicks the ball when in possession oh. of it because it's not special teams... Oh. And this is correcting myself because I'm pretty sure I'm wrong here. If they kick the ball, it is then considered a change of possession event Uh to where the other team would have to touch the ball before you did in order for you to have a chance to gain possession or continue possession. All right. So what if he throws in the air and spikes it like a volleyball? You know, it's a lot easier and more accurate if you just throw the ball. (laughs) That's how I'm going to answer this from now on. To avoid your weird attempts to change up the forward pass rule. Because you're throwing my head through a loop with all these. That's why I was like, wait, no, that's not right. I can't (laughs) say that. That's wrong. (laughs) Delete that. Remove that. Keep it in. Keep it in. Keep it in. This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Right now is a busy time for college basketball, especially with the tournament coming up. And whoever makes it to the top, one thing is certain. It takes the most talented people working together to help these teams play at this level. It's the same for your business. You want the most talented people you can find to help make your business thrive. Find those people you need to use ZipRecruiter. Try it free at ZipRecruiter.com slash go. ZipRecruiter uses powerful matching technology to help you quickly score excellent candidates. Immediately after you post your job, they'll start sending you people with the right skills and experience. And once you review the list, you can send your top choices an invite to apply. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash go. Again, that's Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R dot com slash G-O. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. This episode of Go is brought to you by Volvo Cars. Distractions happen. That's why the fully electric Volvo EX90 comes with a two-camera driver understanding system designed to prevent distractions and help you stay focused. With seven comfortable seats, a powerful electric range of up to 300 miles and cutting-edge vision tech that can help prevent accidents, experience a new era of safety of Volvo cars. Pre-order your Volvo EX90 today. Visit volvocars.com slash US to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Red Bear. Hey, pizza lovers, have you heard? You don't have to order in to get fantastic pizza anymore. Now, make it yourself with Red Baron's new fully loaded hand-tossed style pizza with a half pound of premium toppings and a soft, chewy, restaurant-style crust, you'll be blown away. Pick from three flavors in the frozen food aisle, ultimate pepperoni, barbecue recipe chicken, and meat lovers. Indulge yourself. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. All right. Okay. We've talked about the offense. Let's talk about the defense. Okay. On defense, there are numerous different formations, but there's three basic positions on defense. The categories of positions. You have your defensive linemen, you Uh have your linebackers, and you have your defensive backs. Uh Your defensive backs are generally broken up into two categories, which are called cornerbacks. Uh They're usually the ones that are up close to the line of scrimmage against the wide receivers. Mm -hmm. You have your safeties, which is your last line of defense. They usually play at least 10 yards deep. Sometimes they'll play down in blitzing situations or when they're crowding the box expecting a run play by the offense. Mm -hmm. Your linebackers are your quote-unquote best tacklers. They're your captains. They're big, beefy, very athletic, like strong, fast, and decisive. Sexy as hell. Yes. All right. I'll agree with you on that. All right. And then you have your defense alignments, which are your big boys. Those are broken up into defensive tackles and defensive ends. Uh-huh. Now, that's predicated on four down defensive alignment. If you have three down, somebody will be designated as a nose tackle, uh-huh. which a nose tackle usually plays straight up on the center or like just off to the left or right of the center, who's uh-huh. the person snapping the ball in the offensive okay. line. All right. Okay. And then you have defensive ends. So... 
Usually defensive tackles or a nose tackle are used to clog the line of scrimmage so the running back can't get through. So offensive linemen, you don't want them to be pushed back at all. So the defensive linemen want to keep the offensive linemen from being able on a run play to reach up to the linebackers so the linebackers get blocked. They also are trying to get to the quarterback before he passes the ball. In the case of a blitz, they are playing on the line of scrimmage, by the way. The uh-huh. defensive line is also on the line of scrimmage. Uh-huh. Okay. The linebackers are off the line, uh-huh. and the cornerbacks and safeties are off the line. Uh-huh. Unless your cornerbacks are playing press, then they will come up close to the wide receivers and try to hit them at the line of scrimmage to throw them off. All of which are trying to tackle the ball carrier and prevent them from getting 10 yards. Like punch them? Three downs. Tackle. You said hit. Yeah, hit them like not not punch. If you if you punch in football, you're ejected. If you throw punches, it's an unsportsmanlike conduct, and it's you can get ejected. It's a penalty. But you're out of here. Think offensive line. You know how you want to block people and push them back. Uh-huh. They want to do that to the, the wide receivers. The receiver can't get out on their route uh-huh. to catch the ball. Right. It throws off that timing between the quarterback and the receiver. Okay. So those are your positions on defense, all of which are trying to prevent the offense from getting 10 yards within four downs. Uh, Usually if an offense gets to, say, first down, they gain two yards. Second down, they gain four. It's going to be third and four. Third and four, say they don't get any yards. Generally, that's when special teams comes onto the field and you have a transition of a punting team and a punt return team. I blanked out like uh, <laughs> five minutes back. Um, so that was a lot of information. If we could like rewind and like go over that in the dumb version, it'd be good to appreciate. Defense stop offense going to touchdown. Defense stop offense from getting 10 yards in three attempts. Defense stop ball. Defense stop ball. Defense stop ball. Defense stop ball. From advancing. No go for. Correct. Reward. Correct. Defense stop offense from score points. Okay. Okay. Defense have four downs to get 10 yards. Okay. All right. I'm going to give a summary of everything we've learned so far. So after the special teams parachute into the stadium, like under the cover of night, radio silence, underneath radar level, they're dropped in speed drop, helicopter, but a silent helicopter. No, nothing. Just. You guys can really visualize what Mark's doing when he goes. He's like waving his arm forward. They can see it. And it comes in and drops parachutes. They come down. This is like midnight. Next day, game goes kick. Boom, it's on. They pop up from the fields. Guns are blazing across the field. Bullets flying everywhere. The other team catches the ball. They tackle them. They go down. The offensive is trying to sack that ball. Don't tell me. Trying to between the legs, wham! (laughs) They snap, (laughs) they snap the ball, (laughs) snap it right now. They crack it, (laughs) boom to the quarterback. He's looking around. He's like thinking, "Is that don't kick this shit? It's against the law." (laughs) He's like, "I can't kick it again." Ah, no, I can't punch it. Can't kick it. What if he punch? No, another day. He throws or (laughs) chucks back or runs himself. Try to get ball forward. The defensive linemen, they don't take shit from nobody. They've been bullied their whole life. They don't like anybody. No human, animal, nothing. They're full of hate. Nothing but hate. They want to stop that ball. They're like psychologically controlled from their birth to hate balls. (laughs) And they're just like, no. And so they do whatever they can. Whatever dirty trick, knives, whips, chains, I don't judge, to stop that ball from going forward. And that's football. Don't bring your kinks into this, Mark. Not my kinks, man. It's not my kinks. Yes, the defensive line, the linebackers, and the defensive backs want to prevent the ball from advancing towards their end zone, which they are defending from the offense getting to. What's stopping a team from building like a castle on the end zone? (laughs) That's not... You can't alter the playing field. What if in the middle of a play, you grabbed enough dirt and piled it up? You can't alter the playing field. Why not? Well, you bring it in. You bring it in from outside the playing field. You can't alter the playing field. You build a human wall. That's... (laughs) That's what the defense is. You what? Okay, you can only it, have eleven players on the field. Eleven at live players. What if you bring in corpses of old Hall of Famers in? You can you only have eleven players on. the No, they're field. not playing. They're just lying there. They're watching from beyond the grave. No. What if you dig you can't up all alter the, the playing all field? All the bodies that are underneath the stadium, and you pile you them cannot up. alter the playing 
But if you put it back right where it should have been. You cannot alter the You can't set traps. You can't ah. dig pitfalls. You can't dig a Grand Canyon that they have to cross. You can't do it. It's outside the rules of the game. You All cannot. Right. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. And it could result in a lawsuit because of injuries and other things. But oh, we don't they don't care about injuries in football. It's not war. <laughs> Even no matter what the coach has said, it's not uh, war. Okay. Your right, life is enough. not at stake. It's fair a game. Enough. Fair enough. Okay. 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 All right. You calm down, man. You're getting a little excitable here. I played football for a large portion of my life. Well, just saying. Maybe you should have thought outside the box a few times. All right. So on defense. What is the marching band? Do they have marching bands in NFL? There are a few that have drum lines and stuff like yeah. that. Okay. What if they just like they combine their drums and they have a sonic weapon buried inside and they just. No. So, I'm done. You can okay. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. I'm patiently waiting. Um, what if you spike the water of the other team with high powered laxatives? <laughs> And then in the bathroom, you have the water boy. Have you watched them. The Longest Yard or something? No. <laughs> <What is that>? <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to watch this movie because they do a lot of your ideas. Okay. All right, then. Okay. All right. All right. So you have your offense and your defense. Uh -huh. Defense is trying to prevent the offense from moving the ball 10 yards and getting a new set of downs. Then you force the offense to bring special teams out to kick the ball to you so your offense has a chance to score a touchdown. Right. So you have four chances to go 10 yards. Correct. And you must go 10 yards in order to keep that ball on your side. Correct. But you have to go a total of 10 yards through four downs. Uh -huh. So it's not, you don't, you can't just like say you have four attempts to go 10 yards because from that can be confusing because then you have to go 10 yards in one play. Uh -huh. You have four plays to gain 10 yards on the field. As you right. advance, the ball moves forward with you. Uh -huh. And your goal is to get within field goal range to score three points by kicking a ball between the uprights on a kicking play with special teams. Called? Yes, uprights. They don't have a fun name for it. The goalpost, the upright. The sky fork. They're, the useless rake. No. The big metal. It's called the goalpost. <laughs> okay, <laughs> The uprights. It technically is called the field goal post. Oh, okay. Which is gotcha. why the term field goal exists. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. And so they could kick it over the bar and between the uprights, between mm -hmm. the fork prongs, mm -hmm. to get three points. Or if they score a touchdown, that's six points. And they have an extra point attempt, which is a field goal attempt, essentially at a certain yard marker uh -huh. at distance. Yeah. If it goes through, it counts as one. Okay. Or if they score a touchdown, they have the option to go for two, which is an attempt from three yards out to get the ball back into the end zone. It counts as two points. Okay, cool. That's a two-point conversion. That is correct. So that's the basis of scoring within football. There's a defensive ways to score where if a offense gets the ball at like their own two-yard line uh -huh. and they tackle the ball carrier in their end zone. Uh -huh. That's a safety that counts as two points and the other team is forced to kick you the ball. So the defense, not only do you get two points, but then you get possession because they have to do a kickoff to you. I know your about this because field. Milford got a lot of those. Against them, against yes. Against them. <laughs> yeah, remember. and you saw that because you were in, we we were in March Band. We were right by our goalpost and I saw it happen a lot. Yes. Was that your fault? I was not on that team. Never mind. Whose fault was it? Name names. Uh, 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 Brandon and Zach. Those assholes. I knew it. I knew they were at fault for everything. I always thought they were the scum of the earth. You know why I named those two? They were mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now is the time for vengeance, man. You know, you get a podcast. I don't believe in time. vengeance. I've already risen above that. You know, they can live their lives doing whatever lowly uh, thing they're doing. Uh, I'm I'm living a great life. You're in cloud nine with your yeah. glorious I have great friends degree. like you here that I'm having this wonderful podcast. With. Oh, thank you. And I have my master's degree and then I have other great friends that aren't on this podcast. I don't remember who these people are. Brandon and Zach. Yes. But they suck at football and that's all that matters. <laughs> right? Yes, we'll agree on that. So saith the master of sports. <laughs> <laughs> It has been deemed so. It has been deemed so. All right. So all this point nonsense. Sure. <laughs> point what? nonsense. Sure. All this point nonsense. <laughs>
<laughs> sure. Uh, all this point nonsense. That's how you dis- determine who the victor of the game is. I know that okay. part of sports. I, I think listen. if someone doesn't know if one number is bigger than the other at the end of the game, that they win. That's not the case in every sport. What? Golf. Shut up. Because <laughs> they're not points, they're strokes. Fair. I got him. I got the master. So. You just said something that was accurate, so I said fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so football has been broken down in its most basic form. There's a lot of backstabbing. There's a lot of sabotage. There's a lot of special ops. There's a lot of, like, money. But so we people... only did offense and defense. Special teams has multiple phases within it of itself. <laughs> His face looks so dead. What do they do? So special teams, uh, they are the field goal team. Uh, they are the punt team. Uh, they are the kickoff team. Uh, they are the punt return team. Uh, they are the kick return team. Uh, those are the five different phases of special teams. They're like a shadow in the night. So your punter and your kicker are generally two different people. Uh-huh. Why? Because a kicker is kicking the ball either off a tee or off the ground that's being held by their holder, which generally is their punter. Their punter is, it's like what you would call a drop kick. They drop the ball and they kick it off their foot and try and kick it real far. Kickers are the ones that are kicking the field goals. A lot of times they're the kickoff team, but sometimes the punter is better at kickoff because uh-huh. they're kicking off a tee. Uh-huh. Um, but your field goal is your point score. Your punter is your field flipper. Uh-huh. And flipping the field, I mean, they want to force the other team to start their possession closer to their own end zone. So they right. have to go further to score against you. Okay, okay. The other factor in football that I didn't touch on yeah. was that it's four 15-minute quarters. Four 15 minutes, okay, right. So the Games that, can last hours. Yeah, because yeah. that clock isn't just running the whole time like right, soccer. Right. It's yeah. It mm-hmm. stops at different moments. Okay. I know this now, but we, we've done some test recordings in the past where I had a revelation of quarters. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to, we're just going to play that right now in one of our earlier recordings, because <laughs> before we decided on this format here, I might've known, but it never clicked to me. So it's that right there. They state like, this is the terms of the game. It's this much time and this many periods or this many quarters or whatever, mm. which I don't know why I said this many quarters. Quarters is obviously four, but like the basic understanding of the quarters. game. Quarters. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. Okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> we need to keep that for whatever. That's a great segment. <laughs> Do you know what about halftime? Do you know? What I, half- I get. Yeah, I get the half. I never. It never occurred to me that quarters were because it's cut up into quarters. That's like. Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> Uh, all right that's me that's me anyway this episode is brought to you by hotels.com if you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids games it's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel we're all over the place sometimes you know we're in florida we'll be in new york you want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip Compare up to five hotels side by side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. So have we covered the basics of football? We have covered the basics of football. Okay, we've got them all out there. My main question from this, in all seriousness, I'm not going to go on a bullshit tirade again. All right. I'm not going to. In all seriousness, football seems like an incredibly complex sport with a lot of moving parts, a lot of rules that have probably developed over a long period of time. Yes. Why is it so popular? What is it about football that makes people want to watch it? Well, part one, it's the violence. The violence. Yes. Uh, Yes, the animalistic nature of humanity. Correct. The bloodlust rising within us all. Oh. The surge of violence, the breaking of bones, the tearing of flesh. Glorious. Is this a quote from something or are you just trying to creep me out? (laughs) 
I was just saying words. Oh. I was just getting excited. Oh. But yeah, the violence. There's violent collisions. There's uh-huh. hard hits. There's a lot of collisions that result in, you know, people going flying, like uh-huh. quite literally. Yeah. And people launching themselves to create a hard collision. Uh-huh. So that's one aspect of the reason why people like it. The other I, I'm ap- actually fascinated that you went with that first. Because well, like, like I, I, I think you're right. I think you're I think 100% it's a baseline right. Understanding. People do yeah. kind of like the violence of the intensity of it. That's why they like boxing and MMA. It's like, yeah. like all parts. It's about the violence, you know, in a way. But continue. The next thing I would say is is the intricacy. Because there are two areas of which I, I think this is huge. Because the intricacy of it has to do with a lot of strategy. Uh-huh. About your players and what formations or play calling you have. And the nuances within that. You have to have all different walks of play styles to form a team that works really cohesively and is on the same page. Mm-hmm. So like a quarterback and a receiver, if they're off by a split second, can result in incomplete pass. Mm-hmm. If that ball is just inaccurate, all of those things like yeah. very very high skilled very yeah. very strong people that are capable of doing absolutely incredible things yeah but the greatest thing about that is it includes almost every body type everybody can almost play football at just different positions uh-huh. your real fast people tend to be wide receivers that can catch the ball right your quarterback is a guy who can throw it really well and is highly intelligent Mm-hmm. can read defenses and anticipate. Your offensive linemen are big dudes, 300-pound dudes, people that would be considered overweight in the standard denomination of health, mm-hmm. but they're just big, massive, strong guys that are good at getting in the way. Mm-hmm. On offense, you have your fast guy who, who's really strong, very strong legs in your running back. You have a guy who is violent and will block people in your fullback. Like, that's just offense. You've got all walks of life. You go to defense. Long, lanky, fast defensive lineman. Mm -hmm. Big, hulking, big-bodied, 350-pound, hole-clugging defensive tackles. Mm -hmm. You have your linebackers who are like your running backs. They're strong, they're fast, and they're insanely intelligent in the fact that they can read and react to plays knowing it's a run play and where that run play is going Mm -hmm. and understand the defense and know what's happening. They're also calling the plays on the defense and letting other people know what they're going to do. Then you have your small, quick, high-twitch defensive backs in your cornerbacks, and you have your safeties that are like... Like your goalie in soccer. Mm-hmm. They're the last line of defense. If they get past the safety, that's a touchdown. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. six points. Right. And so you have this vast diversity of body types. And then you throw in special teams and you have your kicker who's generally built more like a soccer player, lean, small, kind of like that. And the puncher who's generally a little bit bigger than your kicker who just kicks the ball really far and high into the air with a lot of hang time. Mm-hmm. But you have so many nuances. Offensive linemen don't have to be insanely fast for a long period of time. They need to be quick to be able to do certain plays. But you have a very, very diverse population of people working together mm-hmm. towards the same goal. Right. And so that's intricate in and of itself. And then you get into the intricacies of the rules, the intricacies of what is required of these different positions to succeed Uh and to have them work together and collaborate to create big plays like a Hail Mary success or a big play on defense, like a turnover where you intercept the ball or recover a fumble, force a fumble. And on top of that, the nuance of needing to know how to tackle to bring a ball carrier down who is fighting tooth and nail to gain yards before they fall and hit the turf. Uh It is the epitome of societal conflict in a game where you have a bunch of people on opposite sides going against each other to see who wins and who is the better team. And that, to me, are the two things that really bring it in. The violence is a huge thing. People love seeing the big hits. They love seeing those big Mm. plays and stuff like that. But the intricacies and the nuances and the unpredictability Mm -hmm. of matchups and various things, because you have 11 versus 11. It's big. Mm -hmm. It's a large scale. It's a large field. Yeah. Massive conflict that is just culminating embodiment of a, a lot of things that you could see in society. Huh. That is interesting. You know, when I asked those questions, I never would have expected that answer about the like diversity of people that could play it. Like some things I guess are popular because a lot of people have access to it. Um, not that football is the most accessible sport, Correct. but it's it's definitely open to a lot of different types of people. You're very right about that. And I didn't really think about that. So, like Bob and I yeah. have very distinctly different body types. Yeah. Both played mm-hmm. football. Yeah, and I've been told many times that I could have been a running back. Yeah, because you have the body like, type for Like, it. smaller, not that much. Strong length. Strong, and I'm fast sometimes. I used to be fast. I'm probably not as fast as I am I'm now. I'm not as fast as I used yeah, to Yeah, but just like uh, a lot of people say that I could have been, and I'm like, I had no idea why. You know, well, I kind of had an idea why. But it's just like, yeah, so something I never considered. I wish I played football in school. 
I do, even if our team was terrible. I wish I would have played any kind of team sport like that because I wasn't the most social guy. I don't wish it for the social aspect of it, but I wish it for like that communal effort kind of thing about it. I love the idea of working together with people to do something because now that I'm thinking about it, okay, so to get a ball, even a yard, you have to snap it correctly. The quarterback has to catch it correctly. The quarterback has to evaluate what's happening on the field. Pre-snap and post-snap. Pre-snap and post-snap. He has to think, make a play, snap, then look, see if the play's even working, and then make a judgment call of whether to go forward and backward with it. Let's say it's a running play. He has to pass it. The running back has to catch it, right? If it's a pitch, yeah. Yeah, he has to catch it or has to hand it off correctly. The running back has to rely on that offensive line to To protect him. done their job, which the defense is trying to do anything possible to make them not do their job. Correct. And then he has to find a gap, look, instantly check where a gap is, predict where other people are coming at him because they all know he has the ball now. Himself. Yep. Yeah, he, and he has to pick away. And if all that previous steps go f- well, he now has a chance to go a yard. Correct. And it may or may not, depending on where people are in that given moment. Yep. Maybe he was screwed from the beginning. As soon as he got the ball, there was no option. Correct. Yeah. And it's like, you just make the do with what you can. Yeah. It's kind of crazy when you think about it like that. The intricacy part is kind of fascinating. Yeah. And that's the craziest thing is the concept of everybody has to do their job. Uh-huh. to have any sentiment of success. Yeah. Uh-huh. And somebody can make up for it. Like if the offensive lineman misses blocking a defensive lineman, mm-hmm. the running back still has a sporting chance of evading that tackler and yeah. still gaining yards. True enough. Yeah. It's like it's, it was on the skill of everyone who took the steps. And it's like it's all on their shoulders now because they got like, oh, I mean, they have other people that are working for them, but just like it's up to them in that moment to be yeah. like, this is my moment. It's a series of moments. Yep. That's what football is. It's a series of moments where anything can happen in every moment. And they have to rely on another person to do their job Uh in order for them to be successful. And I think like what I've boiled down in my head of what sports is all about is beautiful moments. That's why people love watching it, because they're looking for that beautiful moment where there's something happening. Like you said last week that there was um, the double grand slam. Yes. Has never happened. Baseball completely different than football in every way, except that there's a ball, but it doesn't even look like the same kind of ball. It's not even round in football. But an amazing moment happened. And it's like the amount of times that an amazing moment can happen, I think, increases the watchability of that sport. There's a barrier to entry because of understanding it, which is why you guys listening at home are listening to this episode so we can lower the barrier of entry of this sport so that we can all talk about it on a level playing field. But it's all about those beautiful moments. And anyone can appreciate those beautiful moments, even if they don't understand why it happened. Yeah. But you get a deeper appreciation of it if you know why it happened. And you can have beautiful moments and you can have disastrous moments. That's also beautiful for the other team. Exactly. It's just all all from different points of view. Because it can go unnoticed. Like a snap, people probably take it for granted that most of the time that goes well. It's one of the simpler things that exist. But if it's snapped too early and the quarterback's not ready or if it's snapped too late, it's a delay of game. Or if it's the ball slips and it could be a turnover. Uh There's so many things that can happen in that singular moment. Yeah, exactly. It's beautiful. And that's also the beauty of sport is like all these people have these insanely excellent skill sets Uh and athleticism, but even they make mistakes. Yeah. People are eager to be surprised. I think that's kind of like the basis of entertainment is they're kind of surprised. They're they're anticipating something and whether it pays off with what they're expecting or something different, people are kind of always looking to be surprised with something they don't know. You know, like that's why if I watched that match of wrestling and I didn't know the ending of it, I was surprised by the outcome Yep, because I didn't know what was going to happen. And football seems to be just the, the like they're trying to make a recipe for the most amount of surprises that can happen at any moment, you know, because it's so intricate. So I've got a primer of everything. Special ops come in. They dig up through the ground, build their fortification. <laughs> it's Minecraft style, Fortnite style. They come in. Arena is closing. It's all the walls are coming in. You know, the, the storm is approaching. Is this and the so, trash compactor in Star Wars all over again? Exactly. The field gets smaller as they play on. The field ghosts get closer and closer and closer and closer. And if they don't score more goals than the other one, they're going to get squished like a bug. Stakes are high. Football's beautiful. (laughs) Anyway, 
I think that's all the time we have for this primer. Um, this was a crash course in football, but there's obviously so much more to learn about football that we will discuss as it comes up when we talk about football. But I feel like I have a better understanding of what football is and the basics of it, that I could yep. go in and watch a game and I could be like, okay, I'm starting to learn exactly what the nuances are, unless I'm wrong. No, you're right. From the baseline understanding of how the game is played, I think we established that. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of nuances within rules and different terms that occur Mm -hmm. that we probably haven't touched on, but those can be explained as we continue on and if those come up. Uh, all right. Well, uh, thank you everybody so much for listening at home. Uh, this has been no! my favorite sports team. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Tyler, any parting words? Yeah. If you have any other questions, feel free to submit your questions on the website or YouTube channel. It's probably a subreddit. Subreddit, something like that. Um, sure. And maybe we'll answer them in the next podcast. Other than that, see and watch a football game. See what you, you learned today. And uh, hopefully you can get to know it a little bit better by just consuming some of the sports that we talk about. Yeah. And uh, for, as for the future of the podcast goes, we're going to do more primers on different sports and try to understand. And then we're going to talk about sports as they happen live because sports occur all year round, every day, all day. They're always sneaking in the special teams. I want to see the special golf team pops out of the hole at the end. <laughs> special of the ops golf, new sport. <laughs> Like there's trick holes where if you get it in, it blows up. You know, by the end of this podcast, I wonder if we can just invent our own sport. Oh, no. Shut up. I will challenge you to invent a sport. <laughs> All right. Fair enough.